0: Hello everybody, this is Jake McGrail of CITR Sports Broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the unceded grounds of the Musqueam people. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9, always keep you up to date with the latest UBC Thunderbirds news and stories. On this week's show, Mike Liu sat down with Leif Olson, a student trainer for the UBC baseball team. As someone with a unique perspective of one of our Thunderbird teams, Leif shared what his job entails, how he serves as an important link between all of the different people involved with the team, and how his role has only increased in scope with the pandemic. Without any further ado, here is that interview.
1: You're listening to the Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9 FM, your home of all UBC sports and rec news. My name is Michael Liu. Thank you for tuning in today. We have a really special guest with us for uh, today's feature interview. Leif Olson, a student athletic trainer of UBC baseball, has graciously agreed to spare some time out of his busy schedule to sit down with us and have a chat. Thanks for joining us uh, today.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me, Michael.
1: Uh, Can we get a short introduction about yourself?
2: Uh, Certainly. Uh, So I'm a third year kinesiology student. Uh, This is my second year working with the baseball team as a student trainer. I uh, have goals of going into physical therapy. Um, So uh, training was a really ideal opportunity for me, uh, getting to work with athletes and uh, shadowing uh, other physical therapists and such. So uh, yeah,
1: that's awesome. Uh, Great goal to have. And really it's great to have you here on the show yeah. uh, Thank you. Let's, let's get this going um can you tell me what being an athletic trainer is like Uh what does your role involve what what's the scope of your duties and let's say uh a more normal year since you've been in both
2: yeah uh so i'd say the biggest thing for a student trainer is being a liaison for the dis- the different uh, professionals that are working with the teams so uh being that main line of communication between the coaches the physical therapists the physicians and really any other um professionals that the players are seeking so that uh everybody is up to date uh with the knowledge of where the players are at with injuries or illnesses um and uh any such training modifications that are being uh implemented um and yeah just so everybody is uh, aware of what's going on, so that they can uh, work properly uh, with the. Uh, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought here, but with the uh, with the athletes uh, in their respective disciplines.
1: That's awesome, and we heard a little bit about your motivation for this uh, in your inter- in your introduction. But um, how did you get the position? What was the process like for being an athletic trainer?
2: Yeah, so uh, basically, you, uh, Scott Fraser, the head physical therapist at UBC Athletics, he runs um, yearly training sessions uh, to become a student trainer. So um, in the summer, uh, it's about a two to three month long um, weekly or bi weekly training session where uh, he teaches us the basics of first aid, injury assessments, um, certain uh, taping skills and, uh, uh, things like that, just to be prepared for, um, uh, getting in with working with, a, uh, uh, a team and, uh, uh, having some skills on your belt to be able to, uh, deal with, uh, injuries that may occur.
1: Awesome. And, so on top of those two to three months uh in the summer, how much of a time commitment are you really looking at as
2: a trainer? Yeah, um it's a little bit hard to gauge. It's pretty pretty tremendous to be honest. Uh w- when you're there uh specifically for baseball, um going in, uh we will typically be there for about four hours a day. Um during which time, you know, we have to be pretty um Uh, vigilance on what's going on. Obviously, the best way to help uh, an injury is to see exactly what happened. So, uh, you you know, it's not a lot of time to slack off. Um, But additionally, um, you have to be in constant uh, communication with all the staff. So even when you're not in the facilities, uh, you may be needing to be emailing the physical therapists and the coaches to keep them up to date where on where the players are at. So I would say roughly uh, upwards of 10 hours a week.
1: The gens being it, like a part-time job, huh?
2: It, it really is, um, n- not to make it sound uh, too overwhelming, but it, it is really a rewarding uh, position.
1: Definitely, yeah, like committing to yourself to a varsity schedule and you're working day in, day out with the teams, like um, that experience is just in, in of, of itself pretty uh, pretty new beast for most students right
2: absolutely um and uh, my myself personally i've opted to take uh four courses per term instead of five uh just because i don't think that i would be able to manage the course load plus the 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 workload of training at the same time and it, uh, from what i understand most trainers do the same thing
1: definitely um and because you've been a trainer i've gotta ask you do you have any funny stories or something memorable that you've come across in your experience
2: uh yeah so because of the current circumstances of COVID, um we're no longer uh able to come in contact with the players so that means that we're not allowed to tape them up or uh you know help them with like tensor bandages at a time so um i've been more or less teaching the player's how to do that where possible. So um, there's a tensor bandage um, technique called a hip spica, And so it helps with, um, if you have like a a hip flexor strain or something like that, it'll just pull some pressure off of your hip flexors there when you're running and performing. And so um, (laughs) there's been a couple of experiences. uh, You have to, uh, uh, you can't be wearing pants when you um,
1: uh-huh.
2: <laughs> put it on so i've had a couple of experiences of uh walking through some players uh showing them how to put on this hip spike in front of a few other players with their pants down while their <laughs> players are well all their teammates are watching and uh you know <laughs> there's a few laughs and a few funny looks but uh you know uh, at the end of the day they're uh they're able to Get it on it it's helped
1: so yeah i mean make it a team bonding moment right <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah very very personal very personal experience
1: definitely helpful for baseball where you actually do require more running than people think um yeah. you did mention that yeah you, you with the pandemic you did have you had to start adjusting how you were a student trainer but um outside of that what has the pandemic really done for being a trainer since you've been able to have like an experience that wasn't in there wasn't during COVID-19 and now experience during COVID-19
2: right yeah I mean the biggest thing is hands-on experience uh one of the personally one of the funniest things that I get to do as a trainer or used to get to do as a trainer is you know uh you know taping up Uh, injuries or um, using tensor bandages on the players uh, where possible or um, applying um, manual therapy to uh, the players when the physical therapists uh, prescribe it. Um, And now, unfortunately, we have to maintain a two-meter distance between the players at all times unless uh, there's a critical medical emergency. Uh, So that's been the biggest thing is learning to modify uh, to be able to still help these players, uh, but, you know, adapt to, you know, keep that distance and, and it, it, it can be very challenging at times, but uh, at the same time, it's uh, kind of a fun problem solving game.
1: Definitely. And especially with how everything changes on such a day to day basis, like um, being, like you want these, like you want these guys to be as healthy as you can. And ironically, um, you can't do preventative taping in the middle of a pandemic without getting within two meters of them.
2: Exactly. So basically, what's happened is I've just tried to uh, teach them, you know, uh, wherever possible, give them the skills to um, to do it themselves and to uh, you know help themselves with therapy and help themselves with uh, any preventative. Uh, taping or uh, tensor bandaging.
1: I mean, even with that, it still doesn't make you work any easier, right? Like I, I'm assuming that you're still having to keep up with um, like injury reports and getting in, and still keeping that communication going, especially now when you're pretty much one of one of the front lines in COVID quote unquote COVID protocol on a variety. Yeah,
2: yeah. In, in that respect, um, the workload actually I think has become even greater because the the lines of communication as far as uh keeping up to date with illnesses of players uh is really crucial and you need to be on top of it and you need to get that information out to everybody really quick um so uh yeah in that respect uh, it's uh it's, it's been an increase in workload
1: uh, and i'm also assuming scheduling as well like you can't just drop in on like well, I mean, you can drop in on physios to begin with, but now it's even more more so. You like, hey, you say, hey, you're going to the physio uh, so-and-so time and, like stuff like that, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's always been the case, uh, at least in our instance, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the baseball trainers would be responsible for scheduling in to the physical therapy clinic. Um, and unfortunately, now it's a little bit more difficult to... Um, do any shadowing with the physical therapists, uh, just due to uh, body limits within uh, certain um, environments that they're working in.
1: Definitely makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Were there any particular challenges that you really noticed throughout this entire pandemic? Or like Mm -hmm. just what's one of the biggest things? Um, It's a pretty loaded question.
2: (laughs) Yeah it's hard to really pin down a specific problem. I think it's,
1: it's just a bit of a, a little bit of
2: everything. just yeah. piling up together, isn't it? It, it? it really is. It's, you know, just it, it being able to uh, keep people distanced and redesign how to perform practices uh uh, on a day-to-day basis, it has been an ever-present uh, difficulty in in operations. Um, that being said, I think uh, that uh, a pretty efficient flow has been established, um, but it, it it's always there. And when uh, uh, when problems arise, like illnesses or injuries, um, it's uh, kind of just always a um a bit more of a an effort to work work around given the context that we're in right now
1: definitely yeah like it it is hard because again pandemic there's so many effects that you didn't even consider and like especially for you where you you, you're used to doing something in a particular way but now you're having to consider more than just what your original scope was yeah Um, yeah exactly Yeah. Uh, For a team competing in the NAIA, which is an American conference, you guys rely on going across the board to have a season. And obviously that isn't something that's been feasible as of late. No, Um, no. (laughs) What's that been like for you guys to adapt
2: to? Um, I think overall frustrating. Um, Given what I've sort of heard and uh, experienced like with the players, you know, they're in this to play baseball. You know, they're not here to just practice, uh, but at at the same time, I think they're all grateful to at least be practicing and have a little bit of normalcy uh, in their day-to-day lives to get back and, you know, at least play some baseball and, you know, uh, talk and, uh, you know, see their their teammates on a day-to-day basis.
1: Yeah, like... (laughs) Instead of heading down to Oregon State or something, you guys are still up here, just <laughs> up training. Then yeah, and yeah, I mean, it it goes a long way, like right, that sort of communication, especially between uh, teammates on a varsity team.
2: Certainly, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely got to be uh, some positive mental health uh, effects being being able to at least practice here. Um, I know pretty much every player. Uh, who uh, isn't able to practice due to an illness or an injury uh, is, is always, you know, wanting to get back in as soon as they can. They're always asking, okay, you know, when can I get back into practice? You know, I want to get back as soon as possible. No one, no one in my experience has been, you know, used it as an excuse to avoid practice. Everybody is really uh, motivated to be there, and it's, uh, it's uh, really impressive to see.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Like, just that daily grind, that daily routine. I mean, not mm-hmm. uh, definitely, like, a, a lot of us are missing it, and we're really glad to hear that a lot of our UBC athletes are able to still be able to get up to that. So besides practice, what sorts of activities have you guys been up to instead of playing baseball competitively across the border? Uh,
2: It's really been practiced. Uh, there's been, <laughs> I guess, within uh, – like with in the team sort of games um and i think there's been a bit of discussion of uh maybe playing some other teams uh within bc but uh, i can't confirm or deny that um yeah i mean
1: (laughs) there's uh, not much you can do is there
2: (laughs) not a lot um if there's any uh I guess plans to do that I think the coaches would probably be the ones to to ask uh, I'm not exactly privy to all the plans there
1: no for sure for sure and just appreciate that you're you have a very unique insight into the the lives of these athletes and you yourself have been impacted in a similar way because a, a trainer is a part of the team no matter what anyone's what anyone else says right mm-hmm.
2: yeah and um, uh yeah, yeah go ahead no i i agree um i i feel very accepted by a lot of the guys and i really enjoy the conversations we have and um it it feels really awesome when uh you know i get that thank you for uh you know uh showing them uh a stretch or you know showing them how to put on a tape job or or what have you so um yeah i I would agree i think uh trainer is definitely a an important
1: part of the team that's awesome and yeah it's just stuff like that like these little aspects um we we, we at ci cover athletes a lot but uh it, it's really it's really amazing to have such a group of student volunteers like you guys who are constantly just go your, your, your works aren't going unnoticed by the team but it's not often that your voices are being heard as part of the varsity conversation at U.S.C. And definitely just grateful for all you do that, um, to keep the athletes going, keep a a good vibe going. And yeah.
2: Yeah, of course. Um, Well, I think most of us are, I I think all of us are very happy to do it. It's, it's actually a very rewarding uh, position to be in, to be able to, you know, play a role in, uh, keeping players healthy and uh having them having gratitude for you to uh help them along in that process it's yeah
1: definitely Uh, and honestly that's everything i think i have for you leaf um thanks again for joining us here and we wish you the best of luck with your future endeavors and hope everything will eventually return to normal we're we're, we're nearing the point where ubc sports can come back and yeah. we'll be eagerly anticipating uh when to get back to a ballpark
2: yeah me too all right well thanks so much
1: Uh, thank you too and again you you've been listening to CITR 101.9 FM uh stay tuned in for more Thunderbird stories
0: we will now have a quick break for ads and PSAs before we get to the news roundup and the Thunderbirds alum of the week
1: Do you like laughing, hilarity, radical thought-provoking creativity, and laughing? UBC Improv is UBC's home for improvisational comedy, theater made up on the spot. Like us on Facebook to learn when our next shows are. Search for us on YouTube for our film sketches. And follow us on Twitter because we want the followers. UBC Improv.
4: Insert cheesy slogan here.
0: welcome back you're listening to thunderbird eye on citr 101.9 now here's diana hong with the news roundup followed by nelson uzanwa with the alum of the week
3: Hey everyone, welcome back to CITR 101.9 at Thunderbird Eye. This is Diana Hong bringing you the most up-to-date UBC Thunderbird news. Although there haven't been a lot of sporting events this past week, the UBC swim team has entered the Hall of Fame. This means that the UBC swim team has secured its 10th consecutive national titles, which Canada West names it as Decade of Dominance. Over this decade of dominance, the program led by Brian Johns and Kelly definition was able to produce a total of 42 international swimmers, including 13 Olympians. With the recent International Women's Day on March 8th, 18 participants were selected for the 2021 U Sports Female Apprentice Coach Program, which is led by one of our former T-Birds, Shanice Marcel, who is the former National Award winner in 2013 U Sports Female Athlete of the Year, along with Sierra Decipio, the two-time U Sports Top 8 Academic All-Canadian of the Cape Bretton Capers women's soccer program. This program will begin on April 1st and uSports states that the program aims to increase the number of females in coaching positions across Canadian universities by matching apprentice coaches who have recently graduated with a head coach in one of the 11 uSports sanctioned sport offerings for female identifying student-athletes. Of the 18 participants, UBC alumni include Savannah King for swimming, Carolyn McKeown for rugby, and Shanice Marcel for volleyball. That concludes the Thunderbirds news for today. Up next, Nelson will take over to introduce the Thunderbirds alum of the week.
4: Thank you, Diana. On today's alum of the week, we take a look at former UBC head coach Frank Smith. Smith was known for turning the UBC football program around after being hired in 1974. His strength was a burning desire to win, and he had a special ability to attract football talent to the UBC. His hard work and dedication helped transform UBC football into one of the most respected and successful programs in the country. In fact, it took him only two years to turn a one-win, eight-loss team into a league champion. From 1974 through to 1994, UBC thrived under Smith's coaching winning the Western Intercollegiate Football Championship five times and the Canadian Vanier Cup Championship twice in 1982 and 1986. Between 1985 and 1987, his teams won 22 consecutive games against Canadian competition. No other football coach in UBC history has won over 126 games like Smith, nor as many league championships. He is the only UBC football coach ever to win two Canadian championships, and is considered by TSN analysts that his 1982 championship team just might be the best football team in U-sport history. Smith grew up in the tough environment of Vancouver orphanages during the 1930s and 1940s. Due to his competitive nature, football became his outlet. He played football at Vancouver College and later at the Olympic Junior College at Burlington, Washington. In the years of 1953, 1955, and 1956, Smith played in the CFL with Calgary, Winnipeg, Edmonton, and the B.C. Lions. It was during his time with the Lions in 1956 that he began his coaching career, helping the kids of Notre Dame High School. Frank Smith has had a strong influence in the development of many outstanding players. Since taking over the UBC, 47 of his players have gone on to play in the CFL. He has really left his impact as UBC's, as one of UBC's greatest coaches and was inducted into the UBC Sports Hall of Fame and the British Columbia Football Hall of Fame in 2012. His legacy will forever be remembered. And that will wrap up the UBC Alum of the Week segment. Tune in next week to hear more incredible stories about our UBC T-Birds. T-
0: and with that, thank you for tuning in to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9. Besides listening to the show, the best way to keep up to date with UPC Thunderbirds news is to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at CITR Sports. Thank you again to Leif Olson for coming on the show. For Thunderbird Eye, this has been Jake McGrail, Mike Liu, Diana Hong, and Nelson Uzonwa. Thank you for tuning in, and have a great rest of your day.